0: hello and welcome to the post-up podcast. This is Cyrus Rogers. I'm here with Kaunda Chama. Uh, they call him the Cham man. Chama, how are you doing? I'm good man I'm laking. That's how I'm doing. Laking laking. I'm not <laughs> sure what that means but uh, we'll'll we'll, we'll call it a good thing. Um, because we don't want to call it anything else. Um, but it's good to see you, man. And it's been another great week of NBA action, as always. The Post Up Podcast brings you some of the best in NBA basketball right here from the African continent. Uh, but let's before we get into everything, counter. Let's give everybody our social media handles. We are at Post Up Podcast on Twitter, at Post Up Zone on Instagram, and at Post Up Zone on Facebook for all things NBA from an African perspective. Um, our partners, as always, want to thank them. Super Sports dot com and bet.co.za, bet dot co z a um counter we're going to be talking about a topic that i'm always always happy to talk about and that's the young players turning up the heat on the older guys in the nba uh it's kind of like when you and i are hitting the court um you know uh, no no prizes for guessing which one of us is the young guy um <laughs> you got jokes but you know you know but what we're seeing this this season is it's really heartening to see. Um, and, and that's really that the, the scoring title race and, and, and basically the top scorers in the NBA right now are pretty, pretty young in general. When we look at the, like the ages of the guys in the sort of top 10. It's really impressive to see who these guys are. Um, I mean, we'll list them uh, in in terms of, of, of who's actually topping the scoring charts as we are um, recording this. And this is uh, in the points per game stakes. So right now, you've got Luka Doncic absolutely lighting it up um, with, he's yep. averaging 34 points per game. I mean, that's ridiculous. Um, and then right <laughs> behind him, Stephen Curry, then Shea Gilgis-Alexander, 31.1 points per game. Jason Tatum, 30.6 points per game. Giannis Antetokounmpo, 30.5. Donovan Mitchell, 30.1. Ja Morant, 28.9. Kevin Durant, 28.8. Trey Young, 27.6. And running off the top 10, Devin Booker, 27.4. These are some monster numbers, Kay. So,
1: Trey Young, no pun intended.
0: Well, I mean, what, what is the pun? <laughs> <laughs> well, you're looking at yeah. youngsters, young,
1: he's young young guys, young. Yes.
0: Yeah, there we go. I yeah, you know,
1: had I'm to spell anyway, it out for him, Cyrus. Uh, the, these youngsters are doing their thing on the floor, and I, and, and sports, unless you're talking of lone balls, it's it's, <laughs> it's it's a young man's game, Cyrus. And and I'm actually quite impressed that the youngins are actually stepping up and showing mm. the big guys that you know it's really a young man's game, especially. The new game, although it's very three point heavy, but still, you know, the, the, the youngsters are the ones uh leading the charge. Although we know who is the three point uh leader,
0: but he's not so young anymore, but he's still relatively yeah. a young guy. But but this is well, I mean, compared to us, jeesh, you know, he'd have to go and get us cool drinks at the tuck shop if we told him to, uh, and that's different. carry Curry. our back <laughs> and pan <laughs> and call us, call us, sir. Um, but but I, I think the thing that we also have to mention, because we we listed all of these guys in terms of, you know, their positions in the scoring charts from a points-per-game perspective. But let's look at their ages. Luca, 23. Shea, 24. Jason Tatum, 24. Giannis, 27. Donovan Mitchell, 26. Ja Morant, 23. Trey Young, 24. Devin Booker, 26. And then right outside of that, actually in 11th place is Anthony Davis at 29. Now, the oldest guys in the top 10 are Steph Curry and um, Kevin Durant, both of them 34 mm-hmm. years old. So you've got two guys in their 30s, uh, mid 30s, who are, you know, really doing some incredible stuff. I mean, Steph is playing some of the best basketball of his career right now. And uh, Kevin Durant has just been KD. You know, he's always in the scoring title uh, stakes. But well, these being are the guys best scorer on that floor. Uh, you, so, know. you know, night in, but night got, out, but easy is money is sniper. Easy.
1: It, it 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 phases me and amazes me oh, when did we even miss Steph's thirtieth birthday? You're talking about Steph
0: being thirty four. <laughs> I'm like,
1: when did he even turn thirty?
0: Like yeah um, anyway, uh, <laughs> it it was yeah. a while ago and uh, it yeah, puzzled. We're, we're starting to age us.
1: Even when I look at him now, I'm like, This is a youngster, you know, but he's thirty-four. But but look, mm. Cyrus, the youngsters are doing their thing. I'm 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 glad to see in the early twenties. Putting up those impressive numbers and, and and being basically de facto leaders to to, to their teams. If you look at Luca, yeah. right, he's a leader. Mm. Shea Gildas Alexander, you know, I wondered all the time. I always bring this up, Cyrus, and I know you're getting sick of it. That why did the Clippers let him go? But it was the time, right? Well, oh, I mean,
0: you Tatum look at. Is, I mean, the Shea the Shea stuff had to do with getting PG in, and you got to give up something in order to get something in the NBA. Absolutely. So so, but. You just look at Shea; he's becoming a leader there.
1: Jason Tatum, unquestionable, he, he's yep. the leader at, at, at the at the Celtics. Yanis, need we say more? Mm-hmm. Donovan Mitchell has arrived at the Cavs and has arrived at, like you know you know your favorite cousin, the the, the one with, with the best toys. And the yeah. best sneakers that you want to borrow and the best jeans. That, that's Donovan Mitchell when he arrived at the Cavs. He's that cousin, you know? <laughs> and, and Ja Morant. Ja Morant is your young brother that makes you look bad because you tried to be a basketball star. Then he comes and he lights everything up and you're like, ah, well, I like hate no him, one else can. I love him. You yeah. know, I hate him, but I love him. Because he's, he's showing how I never achieved much, but... He's such a blessing to the family.
0: You, you, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> such a blessing <laughs> go, to the family. Then KD is KD. Trey Young, we have always
1: spoken about the whole uh, Luca Trey Young trade and who won, who lost, who who was mm. pleased. But as as you can see, uh, these it's guys a are win just win. It. it was a win win situation for the Hawks and, and for the Mavs uh, and Cyrus. Wow. I mean, the you know one of my favorites has made it into the top eleven, but I don't want to mention him because you're going to say I'm being very oh partial Anthony Davis to the Lakers. Yes,
0: yeah, look, so I'll it, let you uh, mention it. But 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 this is the thing. I mean, when we look at it, there are only two guys in their thirties in this list. Sitting up just outside the top ten is Anthony Davis at 29. So he also proves that you know there's still. Youth is really doing a lot um, in in the NBA right now. And I mean, we could go further down into this list and see the likes of um, DeMar DeRozan doing quite well, but he's in his 30s. Then Jalen Brown, another young guy. De'Aaron Fox, another young guy. Paul George, a little older. Zion Williamson, a young guy. Tyrese Maxey, young. Anthony Simons, young. Nikola Jokic, young. And then Lowry Markkinen completes the top 20, and he's also a young guy. So, you know, we look at these guys and we realize that there's a lot happening in terms of a, a seismic shift from an age perspective, in terms of the the star talent and the scoring leaders. What's intriguing for me is that there does seem to be a changing of the guard as such, not necessarily just formation-wise in terms of point guard, shooting guard, but in terms of older players taking a bit of a a backseat and these younger guys just really shining a massive light on the NBA scoring scene. Um, Luca, in particular has just been unstoppable. But what's intriguing, though, counter is that when we look at all of these guys, Luca at the Dallas Mavs, Shea Gilgis-Alexander at the Oklahoma City Thunder. Um, Maybe even if we look at Trey Young, um, these guys have done so well, but their teams aren't necessarily the highest ranked teams in the NBA. So when you look at it, the scoring numbers are great, but the team numbers are suffering somewhat with with a few of these guys. So some people call it stat padding, but I think these guys are just showing out on, on teams that could do better. Let's be very kind to those teams.
1: Cyrus, let me let me tell you where this comes from. I mean, when you mention stat padding, I, I always think of what people are saying about LeBron James trying to meet, uh, trying to beat Kareem Abdul-Jabbar's, uh, you know, scoring title. But l- let's move away from that. I just had to throw LeBron in. You know what I do?
0: So I know you. Um, so irritating, but it's Cyrus,
1: all good. But you, you know, it's all love. It's all love, Cyrus. Mm-hmm. Um, this is why I love the way the NBA handles its draft. And then yeah. gives great players to teams that are struggling in an effort to sort of try and balance out the league. Because imagine if, uh, in the past couple of years, the Golden State Warriors got the first pick.
0: Well, can you imagine? Uh, Kanda, what, what they got them, the second pick a couple of years ago, and uh, that but, but you know, turned into you know, James I mean, like, Wiseman.
1: But but if they got like imagine if the the, 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 the warriors got Zion Williamson and the Warriors got you, you know it it would be crazy. But but the way they you know they always flip things and then the likes of a Cade Cunningham winds up at the Pistons because the Pistons are not doing that well yeah, that yeah. year. Yeah. And then you,
0: you, you know well, what, the, what the, I mean. The idea and, of that, parity.
1: And and that, that idea of parity, it, it sometimes positions players at teams that are very much struggling and, and tries to balance out the league. And, 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 and you, you can look at situations like when uh, how did Zion Williamson wind up at the Pels because the Pelicans were basically trash and they, they got the number one pick and they, yeah. they, they got Zion Williamson. Cade Cunningham, same thing with the Detroit Pistons. Even if you take it back, to your likes of LeBron James. The reason why LeBron James wind up in Cleveland is because Cleveland were trash and they, they, they yeah. got the number one pick, right? Now, they, obviously, there are picks that are traded and you might wind up with this kind of pick. But in, it, looking at it in the whole all things being equal situation, the number one pick always winds up at the team that's struggling the most. But uh, L- I think... Not Saris, always, like, like the, the Pelicans not, not
0: You win the lottery and, and then you win the yeah, lottery. The, 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 there's always the lottery,
1: but but, but you understand what the, the, the idea behind you know uh doing yeah. the, 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 the lottery I of mean course. The, the, the 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 draft the way they do because and that's how you wind up with a, a, a very great player like uh one of your favorite uh well or one of our favorite Paulo Banquero winding up in Orlando, which is a yeah. team that's been struggling, right? And and then you're like, yeah. Oh my god, Paulo's gonna really perform there. We know that, but it's at a team that's straggling, and and basically that's where you're like, oh my goodness, he's, averaging such great numbers, but the team isn't doing so well, and I and and I like that because at the end of the day, Cyrus, it it balances out the league, because if 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 the good teams, if it was in a situation where you could gamble and the good teams always got the first pick, it would be domination like you've no, never th- seen no
0: before. one no one would want that i mean because it it it, it kills create oh com- competition all of that it stuff kills but i guess up, yeah. th- the reality though is you also have to be able to pick good and that's where you you understand that nothing is a given yes we talk about zion oh, yeah. we talk about uh, paulo the talent is undeniable but it doesn't necessarily always blossom the way you expect it to and sometimes uh... some of those players I mean, we could we could mention some Kwame Uh, Browns, but the reality is no,
1: no, no, not even. You are going too far back. There's a youngster who's at the Magic right now. Um, Uh, What's his name? It didn't quite work out. Uh, uh, Markel Fultz. (laughs) Yes, Yes. thank you, Cyrus. You you know, you you will get a Markel Fultz (laughs) here, there, and everywhere. But 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 you know, it it happens because you also get a Ben Simmons. So Cyrus, let's not even go to Kwame Brown. (laughs) I, <laughs> you know I'm just say? saying
0: there are you, you, historical precedents for the pick not always becoming somebody who will be transcendent, right? And I like think that's, uncle, that's
1: like Uncle Greg Gordon.
0: Uh, yeah, uh, amongst others, the, you know, there are a few looks, guys where you're like, okay, he looks
1: like my uncle, but
0: he's younger than me. <laughs>
1: Was Greg Gordon ever young? He's like he's oh, like the Morgan Freeman founder. of the
0: NBA. We we need to get you like some rails <laughs> so you can just always stay on track. But anyway, just to go back to it, right? We're talking about the age of these guys. We're talking about their scoring ability and and also the idea of them being on teams that aren't necessarily as good. Luka and and the Mavs are not a bad team. They made it to the Western oh, Conference well. Finals last season. But mm-hmm. the thing for me in that kind of situation is you look at where they are now and, and they're, they're kind of struggling. They're 10th in, in the West right now because everything happens through Luka Doncic. His usage yeah. rate is off the charts, um, very James Harden-esque. So the the next question is, how much of this is sustainable from a scoring perspective? And are we really seeing the youngsters take over? What's your view on that?
1: Look, I I think uh, in terms of sustainability, in some places it is. With with, with Luca, I fear that he might wind up being the James Harden the 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 rockets james harden uh the mavs version of the rockets james harden where you just yeah. expect him to do it all and expect him to save the team and put uh average to good players around him and and then you know, things just hope don't for the work best. out because, you know, and hope for the best or, you know, maybe Mark Cuban can make some uh, crazy trade. But if if you look at some of these other youngsters, Shay Gilgis Alexander happens to be lucky enough to wind up at an OKC franchise that is obviously rebuilding. But somehow yeah. it, it, it winds up with a couple of impressive youngsters there. But if you look at Trey Young, Trey Young is, a, is at a Hawks team that, is not really rebuilding but it's trying to charge it's trying to get there and and see if it can i mean remember them winding up in the eastern conference finals a couple yeah, of years just ago a couple of against, seasons uh, ago yeah a couple of seasons ago just uh, you know playing against Giannis and the Bucks so you know mm-hmm. they're not really rebuilding because the their, their core has remained relatively the same but i'm i'm glad that they had a poor had, poor had season it, last season Dejounte Mare who might do some stuff over there right but, but uh, if you if you look at other youngsters uh Zion Williamson, Jamarant, those kind of youngsters. The, the teams there are, Jamarant, ja, ja mm-hmm. I'm loving the Grizzlies. They, they could do something. They're that fun young team that wants to do stuff. So when they're all healthy, they can cause problems, even for the likes of the Warriors sometimes. But, but is um, this
0: a changing of the guard, though? Like, as we talk about all of, of these guys. Of the guard,
1: Cyrus, let me tell you the truth. LeBron is getting older. the The Lakers team is going to become eighty. Getting older, or, if his if gray has got already. gray hairs.
0: So, look, but sorry.
1: yeah, some people just get gray at a younger age. But look, <laughs> he's the third. I think he's the third oldest player in the league, which which mm-hmm. which which shows you that it's about time. Uh, Anthony Davis started doing what he's been doing in the last couple of games, and that's taken over and showing that he can lead that charge. Uh, if you look at Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant is going to get, well, he's definitely getting older and he's not going to be the Kevin Durant for much longer. Give him a couple of se- three seasons, four seasons, things are going to change. Same can mm. be said for Steph. Same can be said for Kyrie. Same can be said for for, for a lot of guys, some of the guys out there who, are, even Jimmy Butler. They've dominated we in the past, Yeah. Yeah, we always forget a guy like Jimmy Butler because he's a great player. Gave him superstar status last sea in the last season, but sometimes he flies under the radar and you forget that he he he's actually there. Don't forget that even some of our favorite Rudy Gobert, Carl uh, Anthony Towns, Andrew Wiggins, all those guys, they're not getting any younger. And 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 they're going to have to start stepping back and letting youngsters take over their positions. Well, Cat, cats become... still quite young. Um but, and, but and still, Wiggins he too. They're not getting any younger, Cyrus, and big guys who you know, like a Victor Wembanyama alongside Cat will be Cat's little brother. This is where I'm trying to no, go. I, with I, that. I get, I get you. I get you. you. There are players who have to hand over the torch even before they reach that point we call greatness because they miss the mark. Can can I tell you a classic example you and I love who had mm-hmm. to hand over those reins before he got great, and that was Vince Carter. Vince Carter never played up to that. You know, he was tipped to be one of the next Michael Jordans. You know, like, this is the next MJ. But he never reached that greatness, but struggled, pushed, maybe wound up at the wrong franchises, but had to hand over the torch at one point to say, okay, I am this dunking machine, but not anymore. I've just got to, you know. Let it go, well, and 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 that could happen to a lot of guys that we love. Your likes of Cats, your likes of Wiggins, you you, you know those but, kind of players. Your likes of K. Jimmy Butler. But let's look so at it, these guys it, now. It's the changing I mean, of the guard, Cyrus. It's the changing of the guard. It's coming sooner than we think because players are getting much younger when they get into the league, especially the one and mm-hmm. duns and, and 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 the guys that are coming straight out of high school. You know your 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 phenoms, and then. Um, uh Cyrus, like we said at the beginning of the podcast, it's a young man's game, right?
0: Yeah, it, it is. Well, and I guess this is the, the thing I'm looking at here is that when you look at the scoring title race, um, often that's mm-hmm. also an indicator as to who would be one of the sort of front runners for for MVP. And so you look at pretty yeah. good scorer, team doing well in the league. And um, and those two things combined often puts you in that main conversation. That's why we're seeing the likes of Jason Tatum's name being thrown in there. Giannis Antetokounmpo, uh, Ja Morant. These guys, mm-hmm. they'll always be there. Uh, so your Stephs and, and and KDs as well. Luca, obviously, because of what he's doing um, at the Mavs, is just that the Mavs will need to do a heck of a lot more in order for Luka's... Um, mVP uh, credentials to be a lot more solidified, but i, yeah, I yeah. guess I agree in the sense that we are seeing a bit of a changing of the guard, though I do think obviously it 's still early in the season. some of the numbers might taper off because of you know uh, wear and tear uh, people getting tired, and also just in terms of where the teams are like I look at somebody like Shay and I wonder i mean you know he 's averaging over thirty points a game uh, you know at, at thirty one points per game. The Thunder aren't winning all of those games that he's performing so well in, but he's still mm-hmm. going out there and, and doing it night in, night out. So, you know, his particular credentials for, you know, top honors like um, MVP might fade away because of how bad the team is, but he could yeah, be yeah. up there for like a, you know, most improved or, um, you know, one of those, those sort of categories. I do think that we are seeing um, a real shift towards younger scorers finding their, their touch, in the NBA game a lot sooner. Because as we mentioned, the ages, right? Lucas, 23, mm-hmm. he's been playing pro for a long time. So this isn't really new for him. But somebody like Shea, 24, is in the same bracket as Tatum at 24. And Trey Young at twenty four, so all yeah. of these guys are all running, rising at the same time, and and that's where I see a class. Like Ja Morant is twenty three, Luca's twenty three, so this is a class of guys between twenty three and twenty four who are really st- sort of establishing themselves as the go to guys. Uh, and every single one of these guys will have their, the ball in their hands at the end of the game. So mm-hmm. I do think that yes, we are seeing a changing of the guard, but it's also one of those where it's a wait and see thing as well because as much as things change. You can never count out some of the other superstars like uh, Steph Curry, especially when you look at the NBA Finals last season. These are the kind of guys who really rise to the top. Um, The last thing on these young guys that I want to ask you, Kay, has to do with the fact that we will start talking as we get, I mean, we're like a a quarter into the season now. Um, As we get closer to three quarters um, into the season. And I guess even the halfway point of really think about it, we'll see some guys becoming all-stars and and the talk around all-stars being a thing and then potential scoring champions. Let's look at all-stars here. Of this list of guys who are leading in the scoring stakes, who do you think are the nailed on all-stars for you? You love putting me back against the wall,
1: to be judged I, by the listeners, but I love it, Cyrus. You, you, you,
0: you, you always I, give me I a think time. I, I think there's you guys you no, those names are, are definitely there. I'm, I I'm, not, I'm not saying to can I, can I give you, um, we're gonna your keep these order? receipts. Yeah, please.
1: No, no, keep my receipts. I want you to keep my receipts. Mark the Luca, date
0: the receipts have been kept. Yes, Luca, 24th I agree with you.
1: of November 2022, Cyrus. Luca, you gotta agree with me, Jason yeah. Tatum. Yeah. Yanis Vatetokounmpo. Need Nina even mentioned that name? Donovan yeah. Mitchell. Ja Morant. Okay. Uh, Kevin Durant, I'm not going to say because, you know, that's KD. Trey mm-hmm. Young. Devin Booker. The, 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 those in, in, so in those general, are nailed on All-Stars for you. Nailed on All-Stars. Shea Gilgis-Alexander might sneak in, but I'm not too sure at the moment. I have to see the rest of... Uh, uh the, the, like december into jan see what's happening mm-hmm. uh, obviously we start voting december ish right yeah i think
0: it sort of starts late we... december just after christmas so, so, i'm not so, sure. So, oh, yeah, it, right about
1: christmas so i think shay is the only one on this list that i'm not really sure
0: because he's, you know we've a... we got to check he hasn't he's been a... an all-star before and yeah, he yeah, could so, be a first-time all-star if if it the Thunder time, oh, yeah. I guess even if the Thunder aren't doing great, but he's still putting up these numbers, I doubt yeah, yeah. that they're gonna look past him. And and he's a he's he's a a a, a player that a lot of fans like. Um and I think I that was can about be to said that, for sorry. pretty much anyone in this list. I was about to say
1: that, Cyrus, because with Oster, you also have to be likable. You, unless you're that super duper villain that everybody can't ignore yeah you know, you, you, you. That's so true. you 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 gotta play you you gotta play your cards right you you you're but, either very likable and skilled or very
0: skilled and you're that villain that everybody says "Look, so he is that guy so so what's interesting about how we've just spoken about this and we'll come back to it when we're getting into the all-star stakes when we get closer to it right is this yes, just think about this k so you said Luka nailed on shave maybe on. we don't know Tatum, definite. Giannis, definite. Donovan yep. Mitchell? Straight up. Definite, right? Ja Morant, yep. definite. Uh, all of this health mean? determinant, all of that. KD, yeah. Trey Young, Devin Booker. These are all all stars, right? Yep. Let's then look at them from a conference perspective. Luca West. I mean, obviously, this doesn't necessarily matter when it comes to how they pick the teams. But when you're actually selecting the guys in the All-Star uh, uh, to, to make it, there is a West and the East component. So you got Luca West. Shea, West. Tatum, East. Giannis, East. Donovan Mitchell, East. Ja, West. KD, East. Trey, East. Booker, West. When you think about the guys who are in the East, and in terms of the, 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 the names that are there from a God's perspective, there's a lot of of of, of people you've got to squeeze into a, a, a small ish number of positions. So yeah, I when, wouldn't be surprised like if that, we see Cyrus. somebody miss out. <laughs>
1: When you put it like that, that's when one of your favorites misses out, and you start wondering, and you know, you start gnashing your teeth and uh, saying, "How somebody did this was, happen?" Yeah, <laughs> he somebody was Was snubbed. Was, <laughs> was snubbed right? That's when that big <laughs> s-word starts rearing you know. its ugly head, right? Hey, all star snubs, all star snubs. But Cyrus, there's only so many spaces on the bus, right?
0: Mm-hmm. And that's what Back makes seat. it so important.
1: Yeah. Well, <laughs> Cyrus. Anyway, important, maybe you've picked a very deep word. I think exciting is, is a better all-star word. All-star
0: is but, always important because it means something to the player. We, people's salaries get bumped up if you get an all-star selection. It has importance, Kanda. Yeah. I, I, no, I no, I wasn't saying it's not important, but you know, when you say important, it, it's
1: kind of like uh, you're, you're, you're equating it to an all-NBA team.
0: It it isn't you know the saying? most important, but All Star is important. It's, it's um, very
1: important. I, look, look, Cyrus, I gotta give respect. I mean, like, I I will always say this person's an eight time All Star. This person's a ten time yeah. All Star, whatever. I mean, uh, my fa- one of my favorites, Kobe Bryant. He he was an All Star, apart from maybe one year of his career, that's like for me, like yo, you 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 know what I'm saying? This, this, this guy, Kobe, is, is a legend. But like for me, All Star and all NBA team, I always put all NBA team above all star, but that's neither here nor there. Makes sense?
0: Makes yeah, sense because y- 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 of y- y- what y- it means, but you know what, I what mean, it right? equates to? Yeah. And, and yeah, all NBA you know is not I mean. necessarily a popularity contest. Yeah, I get you. No, I get you.
1: Because, because all star is, and then all NBA is like a performance contest, whereas all, uh, all star is more of a popularity contest. But I love yeah. the all star weekend. So, as
0: you know, I'm a big, I mean, I got we, all we, star. Jersey. We both love it. We both love it. Uh, we're, good, we're going to have to take a break here, Kate. But um, when we come back, we're going to be talking about the Sacramento Kings. Such are they out. for real? Are they for real? We'll be right back. Okay, Calendar. let's get into it. The Sacramento Kings. Are they for real? Are they a real team? Do they even exist? Or are they a figment of our imagination? Um... <laughs> <laughs> I, I've always You're get had into a soft spot with Coach Mike Brown, who was the assistant I know. coach
1: at your, at your favorite franchise,
0: and also head coach of the Nigerian basketball team. Word up, Mike Brown! Um, the Sacramento Kings—I've had a soft spot for for a long time. I, I love an underdog story, and I've always wanted them to do well. But they're also kind of like there's the Cinderella story, and then there's the nightmare of being the Sacramento Kings, who haven't been in the playoffs in almost 20 years. It's been a way too long time for them being out of the playoffs. Now we're looking at the Sacramento Kings and we're like, oh, my goodness. As we're recording this counter, the Sacramento Kings are sitting in fifth position in the Western Conference with a record of ten and 7, 10 wins, seven losses. They are above 500. They're one game off from uh, the top spot in the Western Conference. And their statistical numbers are pretty impressive. If we look at the advanced stats, they are second in the NBA in offensive rating, just behind the Boston Celtics, which is incredible to see. And then when you look at it, their defensive numbers haven't been great, but they're also still trying. They're doing a little bit better than last season, though they are like in the doldrums in twenty fifth 25th spot for defensive rating, but their net rating is where we've got to really pay attention. Seventh in the NBA in net rating. That's better than the Jazz. That's better than the Sixers, Raptors, the, and, and a few other teams, like the Nuggets or the Hawks. Or you know, These are really big teams. So we've got to give it up to the job that Mike Brown's doing there. Um, Kondo, what have you seen in this Kings team that has made people sort of... Well, firstly, they're achieving. Then secondly, people are actually taking notice. Determination,
1: Cyrus, that hunger... The zeal they, they they want it they they, they, they want to win they they're tired of being considered that uh franchise that hasn't seen the postseason in X amount of years and have just had disaster story after disaster story and people say mm. or oh, even the likes of uh you know um uh, Isaiah Thomas have played there even the likes of De- Demarcus Cousins have played there, but these these the, these uh, this franchise hasn't really achieved much. And I and I think at the moment they've got some nice pieces. I was I was very mm. worried when they let go of the likes of Buddy Hill and Tyrese Halliburton but, uh, Halliburton. but if you look at who they got in Domates, uh Sabonis, who's a yeah. who's a very efficient, big, so good, and he's been so good for 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 that franchise. I I I, I, I don't think. Um, Bringing uh, Mike Brown as the head coach was uh, a, a bad decision because I, I think he, oh, far from he's it, yeah. gotten, he he's gotten them to, to to trust him, and I think he's trusting his players. The like, uh, you know, De'Aaron Fox always been a fan since he was a, yeah. a, a rookie, and then when he when he hit that weight room, uh, you know, and now he's a, he's a bigger he's a bigger fox. You know, he's not like the little swiper <laughs> yeah. fox that we, we knew him as. Now now he's a big fox. So so I, I, I like what they're doing, Cyrus. I mean, they've, they've got one of your favorite... Ha, I say that with inverted commas. Your favorite <laughs> uh, power forwards in Harrison Barnes who who owes you a yeah. favor. I, oh. I think... A, a whole you know, championship he, he's, proved, he's proving to be a, a great, you, you know, role player there. So I, I've, they've, they've got the likes of Keegan Murray. I mean... The yeah, Lakers' leader so Malik good. Monk, who's a, who's a great shooter, and he's been shooting pretty decently uh, at that franchise. Cyrus, yep. Damian Mitchell, Kevin, I- Kevin I- Herder, you know, Kevin Herder, Damian Mitchell, also a, a great defender. Uh, you, you, you know uh, on the ball wait, when, when you even the likes of uh. You know, uh, LeBron James have to think twice when they're coming up uh, uh, up against a smaller person like Davion Mitchell because he's got those active hands and and he's, yeah. he's quite a big guy in terms of like you, you know uh, he's stocky girth you know he's stocky. So Cyrus, you know, people might say are, are the Sacramento uh, Kings for real, and, and I'll say, of course they are. And, and when it's time to but, perform, but, right now they're performing, and it, it's impressive because. Some, uh, you, you know, what wh- what I would have called short shots that you and I called at the beginning of the season, your, 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 your likes of the Warriors are struggling at the moment and they're taking advantage of the fact that the bigger mm. guys are struggling. And, and, you know, if you look at California, Sacramento has never been the sexiest place to be nope. in Cali, right? So nope. they're taking advantage of this and saying, look, we forget all the bad stuff that Vladdy and them did in terms of decisions, team decisions and drafts and and trades and whatever we we're going to go out I, I, and 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 you know despite the fact that they they let go of some of my favorite pieces besides the Aaron Fox in the likes of Tyrese and Buddy but still, that team and and uh, who who is the the, the th- his surname is the third. I forget. Big guy, <laughs> lanky frame, now plays at the Pistons. Marvin Bagley. Marvin Bagley the <laughs> third. I used to like those kids where I thought they would grow together and become you know some sort of Warriors esque kind of franchise. But obviously, that didn't work because there is only one Warriors out there. But but yeah. Cyrus, I like what the Kings are doing, and 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 you know. It's, it's always great when you see a franchise, especially people like once upon a time they were talking at the Cavs and saying, there hasn't been a championship in Cleveland in 50 years. Then all of a sudden, mm.
0: boom. I'm not saying history the is gonna, there to be to be to to be made, and records are there to be broken. And I think the Kings sorry, are on I'm not, I'm trajectory not the kings to do something. going um, And, and I, I, think gotta, I think we've got to. I think we've got to exactly. We've got to qualify this, right? We're not saying they're gonna go out there and, and be like you, but... Western Conference Finalists, the Sacramento Kings. We're not necessarily saying that. We're not saying nah. it's impossible, but we're not saying that. And I think what's great is like you're seeing um, the owner. Uh, and Chairman uh, Vivek Ranadive doing quite well this season. You know, he's made yep. some bad moves in the past, and and you know the Vlade move has cost this franchise. If we're being totally honest, they just didn't get going. But in recent years, coaching changes have not been great. I mean, Alvin Gentry was okay, but you know they've they've had some really really bad. Um, I like your kindness, coaches. Though. Like like You're so um, kind. Um, like. Mr. Walton, Luke Walton, just wasn't wasn't particularly good there. Um, things were pretty good under Dave Yeager, but even then, um, you know, it wasn't at the point where they were like, Okay, the Kings are back. We're doing what we need to do. So when you look at this um King's roster, as you mentioned, like the likes of Malik Monk, um Darren Fox, Kevin Herder, Damanta Sabonis, Keegan Murray, even as their rookie, uh, Harrison Barnes, who, you know, I, I have my issues with that on occasion. But this Kings team should make the playoffs. That's basically what they're trying to do. They're trying to just be a better team than they've been in the past. And they've been a bad team. And I think the other thing and the key thing here is, they currently hold the record in the United States of being the longest serving team outside of having ever reached the or well, having reached the playoffs not ever i think it's what going on 16 years now so Sorry, they uh, yeah, they need to change they they need to perform
1: they need to 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 reach that and i and i, and I like the fact that they got a young leader in one diaron fox who can help them reach that, and that I think that would do a lot for his morale, for for, mm. for his you know uh, self confidence, and and just yeah. just 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 being that person who can say, look, I'm I'm the de facto leader here, and I did what some of my predecessors couldn't do, and I, and I, and I think it it do start turning the wheels in a franchise which has been. Overlooked, overshadowed, and somewhat ignored due to lack of confidence. it, it, yeah, it th- kind of re- reminds me of when here I go again. LeBron James took a <laughs> no-name brand, uh, he, 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 a no to to the finals, and although yeah. they, they 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 got swept by the very unbeatable at the time, uh, Sacramento. Uh, no, not Sacramento. Sorry, uh, San, Antonio, uh, San Antonio Spurs. Yeah. Spurs, you know, it, it reminds me of that. It also reminds me of 2015 when a young Steph Curry and a young Clay Thompson were like, we are taking this franchise all the way. But to qualify it again, we're not saying the Sacramento Kings are championship There are no Steph Currys there, yeah. It, it, it would be beautiful to see them have even a young, and I use young in inverted commas, uh, playoffs birth, and and we can say, you know, they, they've broken that curse, if you will, yeah. you, you know, of saying no, they always either only come close or don't even come close at all. And, you know, exactly. good luck to the guys. They're real. There's nothing fake about what they're doing. They're not yeah. beating, uh, uh, you know, teams that are like injury prone or, or, or just, you know, without their They're start. beating they're good beating teams, teams. Good teams and, and, and they're right, doing what the they right need way. to do. Yeah, the right and, way. And, and uh, I love big that. Big shout out to Mike Brown. Big shout out to Darren Fox and and, and his supporting cast, if I may say that. And uh, DeMantis Sabonis, yeah. of
0: course. And, and, and I agree with you. I think they have to get their props. Uh, and what's interesting, I mean, you, you talk about Darren Fox. He came into the league in 2017, and he's just gotten better and better over the years. Some people yeah. have said he's, he's he hasn't lived up to the promise that he's showed. And I think that's kind of fair in some spaces. But right now, he's averaging the most points he's ever averaged in the NBA at 25.4 points per game game but it's the efficiency numbers as well which are really really important because he's he's i mean he's scoring at like a field goal percentage of 54.1% um, which yep. is really good. Um, he's also making his free throws. He's shooting at 81% from the line. So, you know, even his assist numbers are up. I mean, he's averaging 6.7 assists per game. Um, not as high as his highest uh, uh, average of 7.3 assists per game that happened in the 1819 season. But Darren Fox is really growing and maturing. And, and, He's doing it at the right time in games. He's not fading. And, you know, he used to fade late in games. Now we're seeing him actually step up and make those big time buckets when he needs to. And he's got guys around him who are eager and keen to push this um, ship in the right direction. Like the likes of Kevin Herder, who's been really good. Um, Malik Monk has been sensational for them as a player. And they haven't missed the likes of Buddy Heald. Um, they've just been meaning uh, being able to grow and push from where they were before. And Mike Brown has been really central to getting the good vibes back in Sacramento. So I think they're going to make the, the playoffs. I think I called that in our, our predictions at the beginning of the season. And um, yeah. I, I, think, I think we got to keep watching them. Um, we definitely have to keep watching them because they're a team who will delight and excite and frustrate in equal measure. And they also won on my birthday, which is cool because, you know, I like them and I like to see them succeed. Um Counter, we're coming to the end of the podcast. Are we? And we've got ha- yeah. Happy belated birthday, brother. Thanks, thanks. Um I saw you on the I, day, I, but I, I appreciate it I, on the I podcast. Haven't,
1: I, I haven't yet bought you a gift, but but I'm thinking of something. Thinking oh of something It's one. it's all good. It, by the it, time it, I get it, it'll it, it, be it, it's, it's no it's Black Friday so I can I can save money <laughs> on your gift. Yeah, you know how nice. I
0: I, nice. I was waiting for Black Friday so I could pay half yeah. the price for your gift. Counter so out wrong. there making sure he, he makes the most of them deals. Uh, speaking of deals, let's get into the games to watch this weekend. Uh, in our post up betting corner, we we're going to be talking about some of the games that you should potentially look at. And, and we'll give you some some of our thoughts as to what could happen. So we've got a, a list of about five games that are going to be played over the weekend. Um, some really big ones. Kounder, the Cavs play the Bucks early Saturday morning. So that's 3 a.m. Central I gotta African get your it. prediction. Yeah, 3 a.m. Central African Time. Who do you think is gonna win that one? The Cavs or the Bucks? S- Saras, I'm giving it to the
1: Bucks. I I'm a strong believer in Giannis and the Bucks at the moment. So much so that I know the the, the Cavs are doing well at the moment. That 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 starting five is is beautiful. You 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 got. You, you you know you got Mitchell, you've got Garland, you you you've got Mobley, you, you oh my goodness, you, you, they're just great, and, and and they've got the likes of Kevin K- Kevin Love coming off the bench, yeah. Cyrus, they they're looking great. They've, they've got the throw blocking shots. I, I uh, no, still it's it, it's Giannis on the box. I, I'm a box believer, especially because okay. uh, the squad is relatively healthy. So yeah, I'm a box believer.
0: Okay, um, I, I like that pick. I think I'm going to probably, my gut is telling me Cleveland to win, but I'm looking at this and they're playing in Milwaukee. So I think the Bucks might be f- um, fired up for this one. They've had a couple of, of bad losses recently. So yeah, I think I'll go with the Bucs yeah. in that one. The next one, at the same time, early Saturday morning, Central, Af- Central African time, 3 a.m., Pelicans take on the Grizzlies. Ja Morant versus Zion Williamson, Duke teammates. Who are you picking so, in that one? Grizzlies at home.
1: The the, the thing is, is ja Morant ready to hit the floor? That that, that well, because you know he he, he was recently he injured, did so he, he
0: did play in the, in the the Grizzlies' most recent game. Yeah,
1: so if you if you tell me, oh, you know the the have been looking really nice. I, I like the kind of rhythm they they're, they've managed to 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 get and and the way they're playing, but. Uh, I can't bet against those youngsters uh, in Memphis, Tennessee. Okay, so I'm going with jamarant uh, I'm going, uh, you know, I- I'm going with with Dylan uh, Brooks. Uh, you know, hey Cyrus, I- I- I'm liking what I'm seeing from Memphis.
0: Tennessee so Memphis for you. Open okay okay i'm actually gonna pick the pelicans in this one um i think zion is on a bit of a revenge tour at the moment where he's trying to prove to people that he is the zion williamson that everybody was raving about and um and i think i think that he's he's got a chip on his shoulder so i'm gonna go with the pelicans in that particular game um look he's he's focused counter he's focused there's no question um i think I think people should be worried that Zion Williamson is definitely going to be doing stuff. It's just that the the Pelicans have been missing CJ McCollum. Um, He's nursing an injury at the moment. But, yep, I'm still going to go Pels in this one. Um, Early Sunday morning. It's actually midnight Saturday into early Sunday. We've got the Mavericks taking on the Raptors in Toronto. Luca could be putting on a show. It's one to watch. Who are you picking?
1: I gotta give this one to the Raptors. I think they got home court. Cyrus, yeah. it is freezing in Toronto <laughs> right now, and the maps are coming from Texas, which is a relatively warm, <laughs> relatively warm state it's putting it mildly, in, in, in the states. So they they're gonna have that change of temperature, and and I know the arenas are temperature controlled, but I, I'm just being silly. But uh, yeah, home court advantage. I, I gotta give this one to my man Messiah, to the Raps. I got to give Pascal Siakam Moji, Ananobi what's happening okay big shout out nice, to Fred nice.
0: big shout out to all of the raptors um I'm going to be shouting yeah. them down it's because good. I think the mavs are going to take that one um as much as I love the raptors they have been missing so Pascal's been injured Scotty Barnes has been injured as well so yes they do have Freddie. yes they do have um, um a few of the other players on that got team Precious. who should be Our Precious is there but, um, you know, we're talking about Gary Trent Jr. Um, I'm just not sure that they've got the right show. chemistry mix um, in Basically, order to... I'm reaching here. You, you, you've you reached all the way through. And I'm saying this might be a Luca Magic kind of game where he goes to to Toronto, shows them what's up. So, yeah, that's, that's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking Mavs in that one. Now, we've got two really great games Sunday evening. Um, one starts at 10.00. PM Central African Time. It's the Blazers versus the Nets in Brooklyn. Your pick, please. I gotta give it to Brooklyn. BKNY all day. We're Brooklyn.
1: Okay. At? KD and, and, and Kyrie is back from suspension. Uh, the, the pieces around them are looking good. I've seen some. You know, as much as we've been uh, questioning Ben Simmons and sometimes laughing There's at been him, some some life coming. He's catching those lobes. Sometimes, he, you know, he he he's up there, you know, playing Lob City in Brooklyn. I, I'm I'm liking what I'm seeing, even from young Ben Simmons. I, I mean, uh, Patty Mills comes in off the bench beautifully. Cyrus, uh, uh, not Gary Harris, uh, Joe Harris. Joe Harris is looking good. Shooting Seth Curry's Cyrus. back. Seth Curry's back. Nah, nah, I gotta give it to Brooklyn. BKNY okay. all day. Look,
0: baby. as we record this they're still under 500 um but I, I see why you would go with them um they've got a fairly strong team on paper the trailblazers have been on a bit of a losing streak they've lost four in a row um mm-hmm. as we record this so yeah i think we're both going nets in this particular one but it's a nice game it's nice and early for us here in the african it's nice, going be beautiful cyrus so i, I, think, I it'll think be one to watch
1: it's going to be a win, but it's not going to be an easy win because the, the, the Portland Trailblazers have also showed us a couple of times this season already, Cyrus, that they're not to be slept on. They've got yeah, quite a true. number of good pieces in the backcourt and in the frontcourt because you've you got the likes of, uh, of obviously Dame and then you've got Anthony Simons, who doesn't want to be yeah. like, you know, overlooked. Then, then you, you, I mean, even Nurkic sometimes is like, okay, it's Nurk. So we so had some good we games. Jeremy Grant. We were, uh, Jeremy Grant, Jeremy Grant, that, that was a good pickup for them, Cyrus. Uh, you know, like, i I'm, 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 I'm. I know I'm picking BKNY outright here, but I know the Blazers will
0: give them a good fight. Well, let's see what happens. We've got the time. Now, we've got one more game to talk about. It's the Warriors versus the Timberwolves. That's happening at half past 10 Sunday evening. I think that is the NBA Sundays clash. It's happening in Minnesota. And uh, this could be a really interesting game. Um, Warriors have been terrible on the road. And they're on the road again. Who are you picking to win this one? The
1: Minnesota Timberwolves. Cyrus, that's why I've been dancing while you've been doing your leader because <laughs> you've been thinking, I'm going to go, Steph. Big shout out, Steph, one of my favorite shooters. Uh, but still, I, I, I think size wise yeah. in the front court and even skill in the back court, obviously, nobody at the, at the Wolves can touch Steph. Uh, and Clay in the previous game looked like old Clay came back after I spoke smack about him in our last podcast. So mm-hmm. I, I know the Warriors are going to take it to them. But I think the Timberwolves can take this one. And it's in Minnesota,
0: right? Yes, it is. Yes, it is. So I, I think, think that's going to be an interesting dynamic. I'm going to
1: receive the visitors, give them a warm welcome, and give them a classic beating.
0: That's what I think. <laughs> <laughs> a classic beating. Counter Chama, um, you, you certainly say the loveliest things about the Timberwolves. Um, I do <laughs> Think though that I do agree with you. I think this is going to be a game that the T Wolves will probably look at it and say, "Yeah, we should be able to beat the Warriors. They've got the size on them," and and that's always a key indicator as to what could go um, against the Dubs because they have struggled against teams who are a little bigger than them, um, and and that's been problematic. But um, we'll have to see. It, so it's I think going, I'm actually it's going... going to be
1: all about perimeter defense. Sorry, I jumped in before you gave yeah. your prediction.
0: I think it's going to be I'd the T-Wolves in this one. I think they're going to play on the inside. I think they're going to force the Warriors into try and guard their two bigs. Um, and we yep. might see Cat really try and go to work and, and Rudy Gobert try and go to work. The The Wolves have not necessarily been particularly good this season but they're in eighth place you know they're above 500 um, yeah. they've, they've won five games on the trot as we record this so you know they're in a good place and I think that's going to be um, a really tough tough game for the Warriors who I you know I love the Warriors but we've got to be realistic here I think the T-Wolves might just be um, in a space to beat them in this particular game. Uh, but counter that's it we've come to the end of the podcast we've made our predictions we've gotten through all of it we've spoken about the youngsters we spoke about the kings and then we spoke about the games to watch thank you so much bud um it's been emotional
1: absolutely cyrus all levels of emotional but uh, it's always great to share the stage with you and uh you know have our listeners with us uh listening to our predictions and our you know cacophony which we call this podcast uh yeah you know this is what we do
0: and we, we we love the people that listen to us while we do it exactly it do what uh, uh, love what you do and do what you love um thank you everybody yep. here are our social media um, handles again at Post up podcast on twitter at postup zone on instagram and at Post up zone on facebook for all things nba from an african perspective you must be listening to the Post up podcast thank you to our partners supersport.com and bet.co.za that's bet koza um we'll be right back again next week with another Post up podcast for you so don't Don't go too far because you can catch us courtside.